The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. Hi, I'm Sally Harrison, President and CEO at the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. And today, I have my friend Jason Reed from United Food Bank here with me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Sally. No, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, obviously, I have a little history with the food bank. Yes. I was honored to be on the board for six years. And when I termed out, I promised I would never, never go too far. Okay. <laughs> you guys have a great mission. So we're here to talk about that. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about United Food Bank, its mission, and the work that you guys do in our community. Yeah, so our mission uh, at United Food Bank is to unite communities to alleviate hunger. Uh, we've actually been in Mesa for 40 years now. It's incredible. Uh, so this is our 40th anniversary. Uh, we've been headquartered in Mesa that entire time. Uh, basically, we, look, we work with closely with local churches, schools, and community partners mm -hmm. um, across a 20,000 square mile area of Arizona. <laughs> so not just Mesa. Just, just a little yeah, footprint. We go all the way up to the Apache, Navajo, Pinal, Gila counties, uh, too. <laughs> so, so it's a lot, you know? It is. Yeah. yeah. It and, is. Uh, and we serve, but we work with about 150 of those partners. That's and, awesome. Uh, and basically, together, we serve um, about 50,000 meals every single day. That's incredible. Uh, to support those who, who need it. When I was on the board, I felt like I was also always in a geography class because somebody would inevitably talk about, you know, Snowflake or all these different places. And I'm like, I don't know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get schooled because of your outreach. Yeah, that's absolutely. fantastic. Yes, it's really great. Well, tell me a little bit about you. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in Minnesota, uh, so which okay. this time of year is your snow-covered tundra, <laughs> of course, yes. too. But um, yeah, I grew up in a, in a uh, classic, we were working class household. My mm -hmm. mother, uh, you know, sort of mail for a big company. My father, um, you know, inspected machine parts. So uh, both had sort of high school equivalent degrees. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I had the fortune of growing up in a great community called Bloomington. So it's a suburb of Minneapolis. Nice. Um, and uh, it was where I kind of, uh, most of my high school, um, maybe 90 plus percent, went to college. And Very so cool. and so that was really exciting. And it was something for me is like, and just, you know, when so many of my classmates were going, that's where I should go to. And yeah. so, um, so that's where I kind of began the journey there in Bloomington and then went to the University of Minnesota from there. So, Very yeah. cool. Yep. Well, talk about your background. Yep, absolutely. So I be actually began my after college, after the University of Minnesota, I went to New York City. Uh, so I went about as far away yeah. uh, from anything I'd ever known previously sure. uh, to. Uh, so I, I was fortunate to work for a big consulting firm out there. Um, I worked with Fortune 500 companies that are in food and healthcare. So your okay. Kraft Foods, your Pfizer's, your General mm -hmm. Mills, those kinds of things. Right. Uh, so I got exposed a lot to marketing and strategy uh, mm -hmm. through that. Uh, but I always wanted to do nonprofit work. So that was something that I wanted to move into at the point. I just didn't want to start there. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I wanted to take the experience, my skills, the time that I wanted to invest uh, into moving that. So 2010, I made that journey, basically, sort of moving myself from the corporate world to mm -hmm. the nonprofit uh, space. Well. Um, and that was a really great switch for me. And here so, you are. Yes, so what brought right. you specifically to United Food Bank? And how long have you been the CEO? Yeah, so I've been the CEO of United Food Bank for the last nine months. Uh, but my first job actually in 2010 was at a food bank, uh, just a much larger one up in Minneapolis called uh -huh. Second Harvest Heartland. So okay. I was there for eight years. Oh, wow. Just okay. doing different, like, uh, you know, partnerships where we kind of bring together different sectors, your uh -huh. corporate sector, your government, and your nonprofits. Right. Um, how do you bring these things together to, to create partnerships uh -huh. that actually advance the cause? So an example would be, like, uh, we, we worked on something called Food RX, which is a food prescription business. Uh -huh. So how do you connect? food and healthcare together. Yeah. And so with us, it's like, 
You know, a lot of uh, people who have food insecurity, they have um, uh, typically medical conditions associated with that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are diet-related. They're food-related. Sure. You know, so like diabetes or heart disease. Mm -hmm. And so we figured out a way. It's like, well, if we can offer food prescriptions to those folks, does that improve their health? Does it lower the cost for the healthcare system? Uh, and uh, does that advance our mission? And so with that, we were able to kind of bring those things together, and it, all of those things work together. Mm -hmm. And then the, the healthcare system paid us for that, uh, nice. too, which is really great. So kind of yeah. a triple win, you know, right. that you have, too. So, right. yeah. So I guess, it, so when uh, I worked at St. Vincent DePaul for the past four years, uh -huh. just doing some business and digital transformation during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I joined, yeah, United Food Bank uh, nine months ago, and I uh, just wanted to get back into this world Very and cool. excited to, to be part of it. Well, so. we're glad you're here. Yeah. So what does hunger look like in our community? Yeah, so unfortunately, it's, it's growing right now. Uh, last year, the United Food Bank uh, and its partners were seeing about 90,000 people every single month. Right now, wow. this year, it's 120,000. Oh so, so you just see how much has increased just mm -hmm. year over year, just based on uh, and just the economy and inflation and a lot of other factors are kind of contributing to that. Uh, but for us, like that's that's a big growth. You that's know, huge. In terms of how many people that need needs. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, basically like one in every 10 people people is food insecure right now oh one in every seven kids um, and so yeah. so for us it's just important that we just work with our partners and just work with ways to make sure we can support these families these seniors in their time of need so you said the economy but maybe still coming out of the pandemic yeah that's part of it mm -hmm. I think I the one message I always talk to people about is that hunger can happen to anyone mm -hmm. um, often people are just one um, shock or emergency away from that mm -hmm. so just uh, you get into a car accident or you have a medical emergency mm -hmm. or I just lost my job these things can happen to anybody sure. and for so many it just tips them into a place where um, you know they have to sort of prioritize what's most important I got to keep a roof over my head mm -hmm. or I got to do these other things and food often gets restricted the sure. most you know when people go through those types of emergencies yeah. so. it's tough when you have to decide to put gas in your car food in your plate yes that's right are you choosing to paying rent or paying for food yeah right. or paying your medical bill or, or daycare for food. oh my goodness exactly yeah. that's right that's right well what's the United Food Bank doing to meet the growing need for the food um issues in Mesa and beyond. Yeah, so I think people remember a lot about um, just like during, the, especially at the start of the pandemic, there were these large lines of cars, you know, huge lines of yes. cars, you know, to get food, not yep. just here in Mesa, but you know, all over mm -hmm. the country too. Um, those lines of cars are still there. They just look different than they did before. And so um, last month we uh, we did a, a food distribution here at the Mesa Convention Center. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was, a it was a ahead of Thanksgiving, just a few days ahead of that. Mm -hmm. So provided lots of frozen turkeys, potatoes, mm -hmm. corn. It's a really good event, very positive, very sure. optimistic. But the lines of cars, you know, there's there's still so many. We served 1,700 households that one day. Oh my uh, And so, you know, that must be more than 5,000 people, you mm -hmm. know, just just on that one day. So wow. so those things are still there. And so we're we're, we're just making sure we're present in those places. Mm -hmm. And then we're also working with a lot of partners, especially like our grocery store partners. Um, mm -hmm. So if you think of your local WalMarts, your your fries foods, many of your chamber members, I'm mm -hmm. sure, um, they they provide about a million pounds of food every single month right now. So wow. they're really stepping up, you know to yeah. support us, you know, during this time as well. Too. That's great. Yes. Well, share a little bit about your vision for the future of United Food Bank. Yeah, so basically, um, so we've set a new direction for the organization uh, where we're trying to create stability for anyone who's experiencing that need for food. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's a two-part strategy. One is you're called your food for today strategy, which is um, like, how do we sort of meet the food needs of today so that you feel stable enough mm -hmm. uh, and that you have enough food so that you can focus on your, your needs for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So the second part is your food 
food for tomorrow. So um, that part is like where we can, how can we wrap around someone to provide them more economic stability? So um, that might mean we can uh, help them reconnect to the workforce mm -hmm. or we help them connect to access like the healthcare insurance or we um, do other things that kind of create that stability. So it's a lot of it's more about economic security. So you don't have to come back to the food bank again, right. perhaps for another, for a long time. So, okay. so that's kind of part of like where our vision is heading as an organization. That's important. Yes. Yeah. If any of our listeners encounter someone in our community who needs food, what should they do? Yeah, so I think, um, so first of all, I think more immediately, like next week, uh, we have another food distribution here at the Mesa Convention Center. So yeah. that's in December. Uh, I hear so, we're helping at that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we're <laughs> grateful for your partnership, Sally, oh, uh, for, for sure. So um, yeah, so that one, we'll also be doing more like frozen hams, uh, mm -hmm. along with a lot of other holiday items like potatoes, corn, eggs, mm -hmm. uh, milk, and other things too. So nice. so yeah, so if you're in need of some support or a hand, uh, we'd be happy to, to help you then. Uh, but also, I think too, if you're, especially if you need some, uh, if you find people who are in need of support, uh, you can also visit our website we have a find food uh, function on our website where you can literally type in your zip code uh, and then you can see your local partner that's closest to you uh -huh. uh, and then you can contact them and they'll be able to help you out as so well so you just you listed off a bunch of different items that i think some people might be surprised right because when you think of a food drive you're not talking about perishable items right right, right. so when somebody gets in line for food yeah Tell us about what that looks like because it's not just uh, canned items or boxed items. Yeah, that's right. I think um, we always approach everything with dignity for any neighbor who might be experiencing that that need and, mm -hmm. uh, and what we provide, like more than half the food. So we do about 20 to 22 million pounds of food a year is what we distribute okay. um, each year. And, and more than half of that is fresh food. So mm -hmm. when we talk with like our grocery store partners, like they're actually providing like all this sort of fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, eggs, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so when you go into any pantry or any support like that, um, it's not just your your canned goods in your boxes, which we also have some of those too, and sure. a lot of those are very healthy. Uh, but we also want to make sure we provide fresh food as well to as much as we can uh, to many of our neighbors too. Oh, that's great. Yes. So how can the community and our chamber partners, how can how can we get involved um, with United Food Bank? Yeah, so I'd offer a few different ways. Um, certainly, uh, we do a lot of work with different businesses around the community uh -huh. uh, too. So some of that is like sponsorship. So, uh -huh. so a couple of the chamber members, uh, or a few of the chamber members sponsored our Summer of a Million Meals campaign. So yes. it's campaign during the summer to pr provide food especially for kids and families mm -hmm. uh, who need support during the summer because the kids don't have the school lunch to rely on as sure. often um, so we have that great campaign so folks like Meineke and uh, Organ Stop Pizza and other chamber mm -hmm. members were great supporters of that so they yeah. were sponsors of that and they got to be featured on television and other things too so we have those opportunities we also have like cause opportunities which means like they're more like transaction based so as people like buy something at the register a certain portion mm -hmm. of that might mm -hmm. come to the United Food Bank so mm -hmm. um, and that's uh, we then reciprocally provide some marketing to our supporters for that uh, too so that way you're getting also uh, you know the halo effect with our with our brand uh, but also we can help drive some traffic to your business mm -hmm. um, as well um, third is like many are also just giving to us you know through checks and other things directly sure. too and so a lot of that is just based on employee engagement and retention you know mm -hmm. like really just employees want to feel good about what the, the business they're supporting and they're right. employed at um, and this helps them you know to, to create that stickiness with those employees um, too That's which is great. great and the last thing is volunteer you know, we all we can't do our work without the the help of volunteers. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we have a great volunteer center on Havelina Avenue next to the courthouse uh, right. here in Mesa, uh, and so we have lots of business groups who come with groups of 10, 20, 25 people, 50 mm -hmm. sometimes, um, basically to do some packing for us. And so again, we can't do that without the support. So sure. if you're interested in that, that's also something we can help you do as well. So. Um 
talk about the difference. I mean, it's great when people host a food drive, obviously. Yes. It's important. Yeah. And, and it's great for exposure, just a learning opportunity, right? But talk about the importance of cash donations because obviously you can shop more with my $10 than I can. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I think um, so. Uh, one of the great things about a food bank is that one of its, uh, it's its buying power. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the core jobs we do is like we bring in large quantities of food, sort it out, and then we get it out to neighbors who need it. Um, so we're able, for every dollar that's donated to us, uh, we're able to turn that into five meals. So um, so that's kind of one of the great benefits to us, too. So um, so that's something uh, that we kind of bring to, to the table. And mm-hmm. then Arizona is also just a blessed place in general because we have a charitable tax credit here. Right. Uh, so yeah. either before the end of the year. Before it's you... that time. Yes. Okay, make yes. your plea. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so uh, we certainly do that, too. And so basically, if you're a single filer, uh, you can donate up to $440 uh, to, to a qualified charity like the United Food Bank. And you get that dollar for dollar back on your taxes. If you're a joint filer, it's $841 you can donate. And again, it takes it right off your state tax bill. So so that's, again, Arizona is the only place that I know of in the country Mm -hmm. that offers something like that. Uh, So we certainly uh, welcome that support by donating to us at the unitedfoodbank.org website. That's awesome. Okay, so to get a hold of you, unitedfoodbank.org. Yes. Um, you're on social media everywhere. I know yes. that. Yep. Uh, who else can they reach out to? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, basically, and you can also, uh, yeah, those are probably the two main ways to okay. get a hold of us. Is yeah, through our website, through our social media channels okay. uh, too. You can also email us at info at unitedfoodbank.org. Perfect. Yes. Okay, so I know we're going to do this again in a few months. Yes. All right. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you again. We're excited. So thanks so much, Thank Sally. You. Happy holidays. It. Yes, to you too. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.